Welcome to the Lush Hearts Blossoming Podcast. I know what it is to suffer. I know what it is to want more in your life. Let this podcast be a tool and a resource for you to create the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Ashen Wolf. I am an extrasensory coach, completion process, and parts work facilitator, and shaman. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, beautiful community. It is Ashen Wolf here. I'm an extrasensory completion process facilitator, parts work facilitator, and hypnotherapist. Today, we're going to be talking about needs. More importantly, we're going to be talking about how society is so off course when it comes to meeting their needs. We don't even know what that looks like. We have no idea, honestly, at the end of the day. We're going to talk about how clueless we are as a society when it comes to meeting our needs. We're going to talk about how important it is to actually know what needs are, to know how to meet your needs, and we are going to talk about how to actually go about meeting your needs so that you can feel satiated in your life and so that we can ultimately have you feeling better about yourself and about your life, but so we could also focus on having a healthier society. So the next thing that we need to cover here is what are our needs and then we're gonna go into how to meet them. So obviously the conversation about what your needs are is a very, 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 very long conversation that could quite frankly go on for hours and hours and hours. If I were gonna talk about all the human needs under the sun, we would be talking about a bookshelf full of encyclopedias. But just so you guys get a larger image, a larger umbrella than you currently have of the different potential categories and the different potential overviews, it, I'm kind of giving you a little bit to sniff out what your needs are because there are needs that we all have, but there are certain needs that people are meeting more of already, that have more of already, and there are certain needs that certain people are lacking more, and there are certain needs that are more important to certain people based off of their life purpose, their differences, their diversity, who they are as a human being, and what their trauma was, what their healing experience needs to be, and just based off of their preferences, we have different needs, which is different for every person. So I'm kind of give you a lot of different categories to help sniff out your needs because you have to do some deep diving, some deep reflecting to figure out where do I fit in in all of this? And I would start by making a list of all the needs that you currently meet for yourself every day in these different categories that you already ask others to meet, that people already are naturally meeting for you. And I want you to break it down and get as intense as you possibly can. I then want you to look at your childhood trauma and start asking the question, what was missing? What was missing? What was missing? And make a list and brainstorm that. These two areas are going to indicate one, where you can get more of your needs met because you want to capitalize where you're already currently more available to get your needs met, where it's already currently a resource for you and you want to capitalize on that and think about how to implement that on a more deeper level. And when we come to the missing needs that you're meant to discover here from your trauma, these are things that you're going to ask yourself, okay, what kinds of people would be so happy to meet these needs for me. For example, 
Some people have different preferences and excellence and offerings where it would feel really good for them. It would feel really second nature for them to meet these needs for you. For example, people with motherly energy. And this doesn't necessarily have to be actual moms. You know, there are males that have motherly energy, but for the most part, we're talking about people that identify as females. It's literally, whether they have children or not, it's literally their entire female system and their their wombs in and of itself and the fact that they're a female in and of itself, that if they're not meeting the need of being motherly towards people, they, like, that's a missing need for them to not be meeting that need. So if you have motherly missing needs, you better go to somebody who has a lot of motherly energy and has a lot of a need within themselves to be that mother. It's the same thing with fatherly energy. You're gonna be looking primarily at men. Some females are great at having fatherly energy too, but you wanna go primarily for people identifying as men. Again, the biology of the system is going to indicate to men in general that they have a need to have these fatherly energies and again they feel a lacking if they don't have that the best thing more than anything is to go for people that actually don't have children when we have mommy and daddy needs because obviously people that do have children are already meeting those needs all day for somebody else and they're already super satisfied and content with their level of needs that they're already meeting for somebody else in those respects. So it's great to look at people that don't actually have children for this of all ages or people that have had children that have grown up and left the nest, etc. So I hope that you journal down those two first exercises because we are going to add in other ways that you can start brainstorming to meet your needs as we continue with this conversation. So Next, let's talk about some different avenues of what needs could look like. I really want to be clear that it is not just our parents or our romantic partners that are going to be offering and satiating our needs. One of the hugest cop-outs when people feel lonely, when people feel a lacking in their life, when people feel starving on the inside emotionally and just not in a healthy space because they're feeding themselves and drinking water and maybe taking care of some other basic physical needs, but they are lacking in all these other areas to an extreme degree that actually makes them feel like they're dying on the inside. A huge cop-out is to create conflict with your romantic partner about how they're not meeting all your needs and to make one person responsible for those needs being met, as well as people that are not in relationships that deeply, deeply want that one committed relationship that's super healthy. Sometimes people call this, oh, I wanna manifest my soulmate. The hugest cop-out is to have this fantasy and this dream of one person coming in and meeting all of your needs for you, and that's usually what it is when we have all of our hearts set on one romantic partner. It's not that you can't have a natural desire for a romantic partner to be committed to and yeah, there's so many needs that has to come from them. But it becomes a cop-out when it becomes this desperation and this fantasy where we think that that person is gonna come in and save us and we make them, this potential partner or this current partner, the solution for the fact that we have no idea what our own needs are and we're not currently meeting them with other people and yes, romantic partners need to be responsible for a certain amount of our needs being met and so it makes sense to go to them and we're the most aware in society, oh, we need a romantic partner to meet some of these needs, 
but it's a complete cop-out because we have so many needs of other resources we need to go to, other people we need to go to, so even if that romantic partner comes in, well, guess what? They're not gonna figure out what your needs are for you. They're not gonna come in and meet all of your needs for you. They are not gonna come in and be the solution to save you. What they are going to do is meet certain needs and you can have conversations with them just like any other person about what your needs are and what they're really good at and how to have more of that and you can lead them towards showing them what needs they're not currently meeting or they could be meeting more of for you and capitalizing on the areas that they naturally are already meeting for you. We need to take a look at the plethora of needs that we have in the different avenues and categories that we can search in. So the number one that most people are completely unaware of is their needs on an emotional and a mental level. Some of these needs could look like the need for belonging, okay? I need to belong to community. I need to feel like I belong and I'm positively owned in a way that you belong with me. You're my friend, you're my this, you're my that. You know, you can come to me, I care about you, we're in this together kind of energy. The feeling of belonging with a group of people is huge. And it's like, there's different types of groups too, the blood family group, and there's the romantic partner grouping, but there's also the friend grouping. There's also the larger community beyond close friends grouping. There's the community such as neighbor kind of levels grouping. And we actually have needs to belong to all these groups simultaneously. And we have a need in and of itself to belong to society as a whole. And it's actually a pro, like our needs are programmed survival quite honestly because we are a relational species and if society doesn't positively own you or belong to you guess what you're now at threat for survival because they're not going to be meeting your needs they're not going to be keeping you alive that we're also interacting with tribe and giving ourselves to tribe because being received and giving are two basic categories of needs. There is a plethora of needs that we have under the category of giving parts of ourselves to others and receiving from others. So those are the two major categories to start with, is the receiving and the giving. Then we have emotional needs, mental needs, physical needs, etc., etc. Those are, again, breaking it down to large umbrella-like categories that you can go on and on and on to break it down into. So we have needs for belonging. We may have needs for approval or acceptance by others. We have needs for validation, being understood, being heard, being seen, feeling loved, feeling cared about, feeling like somebody sees into your reality and sees the different things that you're going through and even sees what you offer to this world and appreciates you in those things. We have the need to feel like we are in this together or have the feeling of togetherness when it comes to different aspects of our life. We have the needs to be motivated. We have the needs for people to bring us into our strengths and bring us into our weaknesses and to see those strengths and to see those weaknesses and caretake them in a loving fashion to kind of hold you and contain you and push you up into being a better version of yourself. We have a lot of these emotional needs, these needs for 
literally having words of affirmation where I, I'm literally telling you I love you. I'm literally telling you what you mean to me. I'm literally telling you all the ways I care about you. I'm telling you all the ways I appreciate and value you. I'm affirming to you what I see in you and how what you mean to me and how you belong with me. Then we have the deeper mental needs, fourth level of needs, where it feels like it's totally blocked and impossible to get these fourth level of needs met because every time you walk out the door, you feel judged or discriminated against or like you're unsafe and at risk. There's a lot of trauma work that needs to be done for people like that because otherwise we're never going to know how to meet that fourth level of need, which by the way, the categories, they're all just as important. Whether it's being accepted by society as a whole or being accepted by your family, it honestly, it's just as damaging to not have that need met, to have a lacking there, to feel trauma there. It's just as damaging because we are a tribal species. We have these needs and we feel like our survival is at threat and our life is at threat and having our brains engaged with and having deep discussions and having someone to go to for advice, being able to provide that advice for people. So the non-people oriented needs would be realizing all the different vitamins and minerals we need on a daily basis, realizing the survival our body goes into when we eat too much salt or too much fat or too much sugar, we're lacking protein or we're lacking vital types of substance that we're replacing with processed and unhealthy things and chemicals that we're surging through our body. We have needs for engaging in exercises and getting outside and different types of activities with friends that are close to you, different types of activities with family or a romantic partner having all sorts of different activities and those activities needs to be waged on how you interact with those group of people in both the level of intimacy that it brings you guys together and you feel like you can relate to each other another need and also the level that your interests and your preferences are getting to actually explore and evolve and be played in. So we can meet our needs by going to groups of people that are not necessarily gonna be our best friends or be close friends, but we can really, really have a deeper need met to have those community areas by going to dance class or going to some kind of community that's exercising and working out together. With dance class, you have maybe fun and playfulness and you could have the need of being lifted up by your teacher and being engaged with and having a mutual interest for dance with the other people showing up to dance class and learning together and progressing together and evolving together and being a part of each other's daily lives and seeing each other maybe a couple times a week or once a week. Then we can go to things like singing class or painting class or uh, craft classes, or book clubs, whatever it is that maybe engages your level of intelligence, your level of creativity, whatever your interests are, it's an important need that we actually have that whatever those interests are, you're not just doing them alone all day every day, but you're actually seeking out communities of people that also have those preferences, that also have those interests that are gonna do them with you because that's community energy. We have a deep need to be a part of communities that are a secondary to our close people that actually 
really have our back and are really close with us on a deep emotional and relational level. So you have a primary level of needs, needs with first person people that are kind of like, that's your family, that's your romantic partner, that's the people that whoever they are and wherever they've come from, they've got your back no matter what. And if you're crying or sick, they're there for you. Then we have secondary needs, secondary level of relational needs that need to be met by people who are really close friends, who are really living life with you, who are really a part of, okay, we're in this together, we're friends, we're gonna check in on each other, we're gonna hang out a certain amount of time. When we see each other, we're really connecting on the different levels of our life and participating in each other's life and reality. Then we have a third level need where it's like, you're literally just in that community for things like maybe we go volunteer together, maybe we garden together, maybe we do it yourself activities together, like crafting how to make different resources together. Maybe we're a part of a nature group or a hiking group or a mountain climbing group. We're a part of a gym together. And we really have so many needs that come from a third level of community where it's like we may have common interests or we may just be connecting and seeing each other and being a part of each other's life maybe a couple times a week to once a week to once a month. And we have all these different needs from each level of how connected people are to you. And then the fourth level is feeling connected to society as a whole. And that could also be broken down to feeling connected to your culture as a whole, feeling connected to society, literally meaning every single person on the planet or every or the people in your country or the people in, uh, let's say you're going to a school or you're going to a workplace. So we have that fourth level of needs where it can be really damaging for people that maybe, whether it's immigration status or whether it's a disability, whether it's being a part of the LGBT community and not feeling accepted, whether it's just literally having some kind of physical thing on your body that society gets scared by or doesn't understand, whatever it is, it is so damaging for people that are experiencing these things or maybe you're like literally like deaf or blind, right? It is so damaging for people who feel less understood because of these things they're going through or are literally coming in contact with society as a whole where people don't even know you and they're already judging you, they're already looking down on you, they're already talking shit about you, they're already laughing at you, they're already pushing you away, they already don't want you to talk to them. It is so damaging because we need to feel connected to society as a whole. The way to heal from that, despite the differences and the diversity that you've come in with, which let's face it, there are these different categories where large groups of people are going to be rejecting us, are going to be judging us, are going to be pushing us down. The way to heal from that is to heal enough of the trauma that that has caused you to specifically know what cultures and what levels of society and how to interact with society in a way that you're literally closing down to people who are on the side of the fence that they're already going to be judging you without talking to you, that they're already going to be XYZ, being healing enough of your trauma that you're like, okay, if that comes my way, like I'm not going to let it in. I'm going to close myself down to it. I'm going to push it away. I'm going to say like, no, you're not allowed in my space this way. And specifically knowing how to seek out the communities, people, places, and things and to 
open our mind to the larger groups of people that participate in society and culture that are actually like not going to do that to us. Yes, you're okay the way that you are. Yes, you get to take up space. And ultimately, we need to learn that there are so many people that will value us in our diversity. We don't need to make space for people like that. And we can start making space for seeing our value and seeing the people and places and things that are not going to be putting us down and not going to be shutting us out and are going to make an effort to understand us and learn about us and engage with us. There is so much happening in society today, the way that our governments are going and our society is going and the potential wars that are starting all over the world and the way that we're treating each other. It's really calling into question this next phase of whether we're actually going to step up to the plate and do something or not. And the problem inherent in our ability to do so is narcissism. And I don't want narcissism to be a dirty word because guess what? Narcissism is only the result of someone who is dying and starving on the inside. When you are lonely, when you have had a lot of trauma and when your needs are not being met, you feel a sensation like you're dying and you're in survival inside. You learn that I need to advocate for myself no matter the cost or the demise to anyone or anything else because everyone's out for themselves and I'm not gonna make it. This narcissism is actually happening on a global scale and a human scale and there's just a spectrum of different degrees to how bad it is, but per individual, but we as individuals are each a part of a puzzle piece. We're each a piece in the puzzle that is what's going on on the planet today in society. If we band together and if we brainstorm, if we're actually each a part of making a difference in the problem, then each individual puzzle piece will make up the whole's ability to be a different picture, right? Whatever the individual puzzle piece is represents the picture as a whole. And our ability to do so comes from our own healing, our own ability to nourish ourselves and to recognize the different levels that we all feel like we're dying on the inside or unhappy or not having joy in our life, etc. Because when you are caretaken on the inside, when you can say that I love myself and I'm getting my needs met and I get to have joy and fun and play and I don't feel like I'm starving and dying on the inside, which by the way, most humans do to different degrees. Sometimes like we only tend to recognize the people that it's so bad that it's like they're not even functional. And all the people that are dying on the inside, but they're functional or semi-functional, we're like, yeah, they're fine. No, you're not. You're absolutely not fine. We're all in this space where we are trying desperately to go towards our desires and desperately to figure out why we all feel like we're dying on the inside, whether we're functional or not functional or semi-functional. And it starts with the individuals realizing that we have to start getting our needs met. We have to go to resources and everything is a resource. Trees can be a resource. Connecting with nature can be a resource and a need in and of itself. Getting fresh air, doing any activity that meets your needs or going in any direction that meets your needs on your own. Yes, fine. Even expanding the relationship I have to myself, which is also a relationship. We're also not meeting our own needs. Let's 
we've been talking about relational needs and tribal needs this entire time, but we're also not even aware anywhere from all of the needs we can meet for ourselves. The things we could be doing for ourselves. We're literally starving. Our, like if I was in a relationship with myself, which we all are, I'm like, I'm starving myself. I'm just like, no, I'm not gonna meet your needs. Not gonna feed you again today. You're gonna be starving again next week. No worries. Like we're not even figuring out all the plethora of needs that we could be meeting for ourselves, all the different ways we could seek out resources. An animal can be a resource to meet your needs. A book could be a resource. A professional could be a resource. A teacher could be a resource. There are so many different resources, community support. There's different things like free group meetings and government offered services with social workers and therapies and different things that even if you can't afford professional services, that there's still areas and places to go to in order to get that support. And then there's all sorts of different avenues of more affordable support, more affordable groups, more affordable communities. And it's about researching and looking into those things and really committing that I don't have to be alone in this anymore. I get to have my needs met. I don't get to starve myself again next week emotionally and mentally and physically. Then we have the needs of physical connection. We need to have hugs by multiple people and not just from our romantic partner. We need to hug our family. We need to hug our friends. We need to hug random strangers we meet just out of love. We need to hug from one, two, three, and four, all the different categories. We need hugs in all those categories. We need people outside our romantic partner to maybe even have safe platonic cuddles with or a motherly like rub against the face or a physical containment or playing with your hair, whatever it is. We have physical needs for community to meet for us, for our friends to meet for us, for our family to meet for us, that is not just our romantic partner. And then on top of that, when it comes to romantic partners, we have so many different needs, like having our hand held, whatever sensuality, whatever loving, like a kiss on the forehead or a kiss on the cheek or whatever it is, we have so many physical needs. And our physical needs, our emotional needs, our mental needs, they're all just as important. And we need to be meeting them on a weekly basis. In some way or form, we need to be feeding ourselves in all these different areas on a weekly basis, on a daily basis, if we can. Another reason why it can't just be your romantic partner meeting all your needs, it can't just be even your blood family meeting all your needs, is the variety of different kinds of needs that we have from different kinds of people. So for example, females have a deep need for sisterhood needs, which can be relating to the fact that we both have womb spaces and menstrual cycles and things with kids or growing old and getting menopause or relating each other to each other on the romantic partners that we're into or having our back, girl power, and just like playing in feminine energy together or even being in our divine feminine sensual energy together in a platonic way where we're both just being like empowering each other and being in our confidence together and getting to be silly and playful. Having the feeling of sisterhood is so, so, so healing and important for women. Then we have the same thing with bros. There's so many different bro needs for men. But then even as a female, you have a need for brother energy, big brother energy. And then as a male, you have a need for sister energy, for having the feeling of a sister. So this is where friends come into play. 
We need to start making an effort to make more friends. We need to start making an effort to see every human being on the street, in the grocery store that we meet as an opportunity to have a small conversation with, to look them in the eye, to smile at them, to acknowledge them, to ask them how their day is going. We need to start opening up with people and we need to start giving and receiving love and going towards places where we could meet friends. Going up to somebody, place of interest where it's available, where like maybe you're doing activities in nature together and you go up to them and you start engaging with them in a way that puts your hand out to be friends. There are even different apps today that are like, you can like swipe left and right in the whole thing to meet friends in your area. You could utilize that. You could check out different groups online on social media of people in your area that are local to you, interested in the same things you're interested in too, and start messaging them and be like, hey, let's meet up and engage with them and see if there's a spark and then let's go do this stuff together. You could meet friends honestly anywhere at any given moment of the day where you're any range of people. And we need to make the effort to put the first hand out, to start asking the questions, to figure out who is compatible to us as a friend, who actually wants our friendship and who is willing to give friendship because we have needs for so many friends. At third area or secondary area of levels of community, whether it's like kind of a surfacey friendship that's based on mutual interest or a deeper friendship that's like, yeah, we're in life together. We need so many friends. And honestly, developing, getting our needs met from friendships and community and getting those things on a deeper level is usually the areas people are lacking in way more than in romantic partnerships and family partnerships because usually we say it's more okay or more normal to depend on those kinds of people for our needs. Even if we have a lot of friends or we're involved in a lot of community, we don't feel brave enough to be like, hey, let's do this thing together. Let's, can you meet this need for me? Can I meet this need for you? and actually putting the first hand out there to start being in this together, in this woven web of life, and yeah, I'm gonna meet your needs, and bringing people closer, and that's called intimacy. That's called seeing someone, and that's called saying, I wanna bring you towards me. It's called engaging with their heart chakras, and bringing them closer to you, and not just doing surfacey activities together, whatever level of needs that you're currently meeting with those people, but actually going deeper and deeper and deeper in the time that we spend together, how can I get my needs met? What are you offering? What am I offering? What am I good at? It's great to start meeting other people's needs that you know you're naturally good at and just doing it for them or asking them what their needs are. It's great to just engage with, okay, what is this person really good at? What do I think that they would have a preference for doing for me? And the first step at the end of the day is to look at all of these different categories I've given you, whether it's the need for protection, or having people help you fix things, or having somebody with an engineer mind, or a creative mind, or an artistic mind, or right the different kinds of people that we have out there, to have people in those areas and categories meeting your needs. Whatever category you see yourself in, if I'm a creative and I'm super feminine, I probably need some engineers, and I probably need some masculine energy protecting me, and I probably need people that are good at fixing things, or good with technology, or good at 
figuring things out, whatever it may be, giving me advice. Figure out what it is you're here to offer the world when it comes to meeting people's needs and figure out where you're lacking your needs. Get this list of the needs that you're already having met and are not currently having met to be as big, as big, as big, as big as possible and start brainstorming where can I find new resources to meet those needs for me and start going in that direction and how can I use the resources already available to me, the people I already have relationships available to me to get those needs met from them, what direction am I gonna go into? It is my truest hope that each human on this planet starts feeding themselves, has a better relationship with themselves, and starts going towards satiating themselves, nourishing themselves, and taking care of their needs being met so that you can feel happier, so that you can feel fuller, so that you can feel life feels okay to be here. And that is ultimately going to support you in changing the way that your life is and changing the way that society is so that it can get better and better and better and better. But the first step is to stop feeling like you're dying on the inside. And it is my hope that every single person who has watched this video is going to actually truly commit to making these lists and truly commit to implementing these things into their life because we need to stop feeling like we are dying from person to person on the inside and we need to stop feeling like we are dying on the inside as a society and we need to start satiating ourselves so that we can actually change things on this planet and change the way that we are in pain in our individual lives. It is time we step into it, humanity. My beautiful community, my beautiful family, I'm in this with you. I believe in you. I know that you can do better for yourself than you have currently. And I am saying that we have got this. I am building you up that you can do this. You are capable. No matter the pain you're in, no matter how much it sucks, no matter what you're lacking, you're capable of having more, of feeling a little bit less like you're dying on the inside, and we need you. We need all our players, and you have value. Step up for yourself and for this world. It is time to rise. We can do this, my human family. You belong with me, no matter where you are, no matter what you're going through. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you want to find out more about me, you can go to blushheartsblossoming.com. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please follow us for more content and also feel free to leave a review and write a comment to let me know how you felt about this.